Well, amen, amen. Uh, thank you so much. It's great to see those of you who are here in person. And for those of you who are joining us online, and let me say to you, Happy New Year. And so we're so thankful for another year that God has given us, another day of life. I know it's, uh, the weather out there is a little different, but I am here, and you're here, and you're here as we gather together to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is the first Sunday of 2021, and why not start the year off right by coming and worshiping uh, together, and I am excited. Uh, the few things I'm excited about is because today we also begin a new sermon series that is titled, In God We Trust. And it's going to lead us into a six-week series that uh, every week there's going to be a topic that's going to take place. Now, 2020, uh, as I was going into the uh, social media outlets and, and they were uh, sharing about how 2020 was, some people say, oh, 2020 is definitely a year to remember. Others saying 2020 is a year, not to remember, but a year to forget, all right? But keep in mind also a little food for thought is that if we didn't go through 2020, we wouldn't get to 2021, and whether you like it or not, uh, it is what it is, right? But last week, uh, last week, last Sunday, uh, we talked about a year in review within, within our church. And you know what? I don't know about you, but last Sunday, it felt like a year ago. <laughs> anyway, it's all right. Forget it. Let me, yeah, let me throw that out. Let me throw that out. It's okay. It's all good, you know. So last, last week, I talked about how the people of God were able to go through the wilderness, and in the midst of wilderness, there were complaints that were taking place that, God, you know, let's go back to where we were. We had food, we had water, we had all these things, and now, we, now they have to realize that their trust is on God. And so it's not only back then in the, uh, the people of God when it was talked about Exodus and going to the promised land that Joshua was leading them to, but also how we on a modern day were able to look back at what God had blessed us with. Even in 2021, whatever brought you, uh, came your way, that we're still trusting in the one that's the giver, the one that provides faith, the one that provides that mercy and love and grace to our, uh, to, uh, to our lives. But we quickly forget because we are focused too much sometimes on our circumstances and we forget how God has blessed us even through the midst of trials, even through the midst of tribulations and conflicts. That God, even in the midst of many changes, God remained constant. And what I, what, I, what, I, what I want to do today is go back into the scripture of Mark chapter 8. I'm going to invite you to please look that up. In Mark chapter 8, these next two Sundays, I want to give you a little bit of heads up. Next two Sundays, we're going to be looking at the Mark 8 in two different ways. The first one is how God, Jesus, was able to speak to the disciples and show them something. And then next week, we're going to also uh, speak about another topic dealing with the Pharisees and, uh, and Herod or the Herodians. But uh, let's go to verse 1. I'm going to be reading from the NLT version. So the words, if you're in your own Bible or your devices, may be a little different. But the Bible says this. About this time, another large crowd had gathered and the people ran out of food again. Can you say again? Keep that in mind because as we continue, trying to figure out what uh, Jesus uh, is trying to teach him. For me, when I'm reading the scriptures, even though simple words like this, again, that means that they have run out of food uh, before. But here it is, they have run out of food again. Jesus called his disciples and told them. It says, I feel sorry for these people. 
They have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way for some of them have come a long distance. I want to uh, pause there for a moment. In that verse too, when Jesus is saying that I feel sorry for these people, all right, he's saying that they have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. Let me pause for a moment. That sometimes people make things spiritual all the times and they focus everything on the, on the spiritual and they forget about the self-care of their physical body. Here Jesus is saying, they've been here with me for three days. And it's good to get spiritual instruction. They, the people gathered and they crowded to hear the message of Jesus that Jesus had to tell them. And it's good for us to get spiritually fed, but it's also important that we are physically fed. So there has to be a balance. And that's one of those things, you know, in this year, let it be a year of balance in your life. That there is that you will continue to get be fed spiritually, whether you're online or in person, but also that you're taking care of your physical bodies. And you know what? I know the the the, the camera doesn't do me justice. It adds about thirty pounds uh, to that. Well. <laughs> oh, I wish. But anyway, the. <laughs> This year, I do want to uh, continue to be uh, taking care of self, the self-care, and, and there would be a balance spiritually as well as physically. But uh, it says, if I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way, for some of them have come a long distance. And then his disciples replied, how are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in the wilderness? Jesus says, how much bread do you have? Seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus told them all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to the disciples who distributed the bread to the crowd. So here's one point. Jesus is saying here, how much do you have? And they said seven loaves. And what happens is Jesus gave thanks for the bread, and then he gave it back to the disciples to distribute to them. So what happens is here is that Jesus took whatever they had, and they multiplied it, and then gave it back to the disciples to share it with others. It wasn't just for the disciples, just because they had food for themselves. They had seven loaves, but no, God was also making sure that others who are listening to his word, that he told them to sit down and get a little bit of respite care, like sit down, take care, because we're going to serve you. And so part of that is whatever we have, let's put it in God's hands this year, even if we feel like it's only seven uh, loaves of bread, whatever it may be, that God can multiply it and then give it back to you, but it's not only for you, ladies and gentlemen, is for others to receive that blessing. Because when we're doing that, we are representing Christ. We are uh, giving him honor and glory in what we do. And the blessings that we put, uh, anything that we have that we put towards God and we receive it in, in blessings and multiplication, to bless others. And I pray that this year, again, as you receive a balance in your life, that you uh, share the love of Christ with others. And not just the love, but also the things that people are in need. So he says uh, in verse 7, a few small fish were found too. So Jesus also blessed these and told the disciples to distribute them. They ate as much as they wanted. And afterward, the disciples picked up, guess, ladies and gentlemen, seven large baskets of leftover food. Talk about a multiplication. 
There were about 4,000 people in the crowd that day, and Jesus sent them home after they had eaten. Immediately after this, they got into a boat with his disciples and crossed over to the region of the Manutha. Let me pause there for a moment because we're going to skip a, little, a few verses here. That was a great experience that they just had. And you would think, ladies and gentlemen, that the disciples, when they saw the multiplication, when they saw how Jesus was able to multiply the little that they had, when they saw how they were able to distribute to over 4,000, that's just men that were, that's, that's uh, listed here, how they were able to share with others that people had enough to eat. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, there were leftovers. Seven baskets full leftovers. You know, one of the things as I look back into uh, our Christmas Eve services, we had a total of seven services. We had two on, uh, on the 23rd, and then we had a total of five on the 24th, and, and both two of them at seven o'clock and nine o'clock were online and others were in person. When we think about what we're able to do, some people have said, you know what, I want to give to the Christmas Eve, uh, to the Christmas offering, and, but I only have this. And my goal was for everyone, not just a one person. Yes, it's important for us to give, but as we gather together as a body of Christ, that we can celebrate and give God all honor and glory, that anything that we're able to do, God, let's put it out there. Let's partner with these ministries. Long story short, maybe you gave a dollar. Maybe you gave a hundred or a thousand. But as we gather together, ladies and gentlemen, it still hasn't been uh, uh, the official number yet, but the last time I heard this past week, there's still envelopes coming. Coming in, there was $43,000 towards these ministries. Praise God for that. Amen. Amen. But we can't do it. We can't do it alone. We got got to do it together. And so when we put what we have, even if we say we only have this, put it in God's hands, join together with the body of Christ, and we'll see how God is going to multiply and continue to reach out to others, and that others can also reach out to people. So you may not be there physically in Philadelphia with St. James UMC. You may not be in Malawi with the mustard seed or youth cares, but because of your connection that you gave, that we prayed, that we gave financially, you are also making a difference around the world as they share the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ with others. What a blessing it is. So let me go down to uh, verse uh, 14. And here, remember, they got into the boat. Uh, the, in the book of Mark, it, it usually goes really you know, brief, and sometimes it doesn't share a lot of the things that happen in between. But it, this may be an opportunity that it may have happened a few days later. But it says, for the disciples, on verse 14, the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They, uh, they had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. And there was, they were crossing the lake. Jesus warned them, watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. Now, remember, I'm going to be sharing about that next week. At this, at, at this, they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. <laughs> all right, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, think about this for a moment. On verse 14, they said that they had forgotten to bring any food and they only had one bread. On verse 14, just a couple uh, uh, verses later, here they are, they're, they're forgetting, they're arguing about what Jesus had said and they were mentioning there on verse 16 because they hadn't brought any bread. But then a couple verses before say that at least they had one. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, in our lives, we have something but we diminish its value. 
We know that we have something, but then because of whatever circumstances that we're around, we forget that it's even there. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be some, just even a postcard that someone had uh, sent out to you. And they took their time to write it or make a phone call and, and how great that is, but we forget sometimes the smallest things in life and we're looking for the grandest moments. And sometimes in life, those small things is what makes the life significant in recognizing the power and the blessings that God has poured upon our lives and we simply sometimes just forget. So that's what verse 16 is saying. They hadn't brought any food, but they had something. They forgot it. They had just came from a few days, maybe from that seeing the miraculous sign. They were a part of it. Verse 17 says, Jesus knew what they were saying. So he said, why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? And I love this part. He says, when I fed the 5,000 with the loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? So this is a question that Jesus is asking directly to the disciples so that way they understand and remember. Jesus, and the disciples says, 12, they said. And then Jesus says, and when I fed the 4,000, which just happened recently, that's what we just read in Mark 8, verses 1 through 10, what happened when I fed the 4,000 was seven loaves. How many large baskets of leftover did you pick up? And they said, seven. They remembered, but they also had forgotten. I don't want to confuse you there. They remember, Jesus was asking, look back, ladies and gentlemen. Look back, disciples. Look back, my children, my sons, and my daughters. Look back at what I have done in the past. Have you forgotten about that? I know 2020 must have been very difficult for all of you, but wasn't I there with you along the way? Have you forgotten about that? Things can change in your life, but let me tell you, I remain constant, God is saying. Your faith may have changed throughout this year, this past year, 11, 10, 11 months. But it says, I remain the same the word of God tells us that God is the same yesterday, same today, and he will be tomorrow, so why worry, right? But we still do. Trusting in God, and here uh, Jesus is saying, after they responded seven, they said, don't you understand yet? He asked them. So it's not necessarily only the people of God in the time of the wilderness when they were complaining and complaining that took 40 years and according to, the, uh, to some of the, uh, the maps are saying it should have taken an 11 day journey and it took 40 years. Sometimes when we go through the wilderness is it something that we're trying to learn that God is trying to teach us a lesson in the midst of all of this. If we look back just like the disciples and Jesus was asking do you remember when I fed the 5,000? How many baskets were left over? Then not only that it wasn't just once. What about the 4,000? How many were left 
crossed over and they were able to respond. Why? Because they experienced it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have experienced sometimes the ups and sometimes the down in our lives, again, especially during this pandemic. But the main part of how are we responding? Are we responding in the way that we can trust God and whatever comes our way that we remain uh, faithful to his trust? To his blessings, God, I know this is hard, but if anything, God, I know that I have taken my eyes off of you and I've put you aside because of my life being filled by so many other things that I have truly forgotten the true meaning of trusting you, God. I want to lean on you, God. I want to make sure that in 2020, as we begin, this COVID thing has not uh, uh, disappeared yet, God. But even in the midst of what's happening here, let me trust in you. Amen. Amen. But it's so easier for us to say it and then act upon it, isn't it? It's so difficult sometimes when we say out loud, I trust in God. But when something is happening in our lives, we forget about that trust. And God is saying, don't you remember? Ladies and gentlemen here and those of you who are online, maybe it, it wasn't the multiplication of the bread. Maybe it was the blessing of something else that we have forgotten. And this year of 2021, let us think back. And it's okay to look back and maybe, okay, God, I'm sorry that I didn't realize that you were there when I was going through this. I was focusing too much on what I was going through that I failed to even thank you for another day of life. And as much as difficult as it was, God, I look back and here I am today in 2021, January 3rd. And God, you're still with me. I may have left God for a little bit, but you have been there throughout all of it. You are the God of the mountains, and you're also the God of the valleys. And God, we've been through the valleys too many times. But let us continue to trust in you. You know, this past uh, week on, you would think that 2020 was going to be, okay, we're almost done, we're out of here. On Thursday the, uh, the 31st, I received word of a, of a friend of, of mine that uh, I loved and that she had passed away. And the response, like I, I couldn't, you know, here I am as a pastor and I could not res- find the words. And maybe some of you have felt that way. Okay, God, where are you now? Here's another thing happening. But as I talked to another friend of mine and I said, I couldn't believe I, I didn't know that she was ill, that she was going through a battle. And my other friend said, Pastor Ricky, you got to understand that she loved you and she loved Christ. She knew where she was going to be going. So let's, I know that we're hurting, but let's also celebrate that she is with Christ. And you know, sometimes as a pastor, I'm thinking, man, why didn't I think of that? Why, didn't, why wasn't I sharing those words to that individual? But you know what? There are times that people have to minister to me. The love that they have for each other. God loves you, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening online and you're wondering, okay, God, where, where are you? And where were you in 2020? Where are you now? God loves you and he wants you to trust in him. 
Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's saying, don't you remember? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Are your hearts still hardened? Soften them and trust in me. And here we are in 2021, the first Sunday. Let's start it off right by putting, putting the things aside and saying, God, I want to trust in you more. You have not failed me yet even when I feel like it sometimes. You love me and let that love lead me through. Trust. Trust. Let us pray. Gracious and almighty God, we come before your presence and thanking you for another day of life. And as we start a new year, God, and we are looking back and let us take a moment, not just hearing about God, But let's sometimes even write things down to say, God, I thought you weren't even around with me when I was going through this or or, or that in, in 2020. But looking back, God, just the same way as a reminder today that you were with the disciples uh, to feed the 5,000, to feed the 4,000. Here you are, God, and whatever we have, let us give it to you. And then not only just give it to you, how we're able to receive it or the blessing to bless others. Let that be our goal this year, that as the blessings we receive, we continue to share with others. Even when we feel that it's, we only have this with you, God, it could be multiplied. Bless us, God. As we go through this series of In God We Trust, let us not only speak it, but apply it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that I love doing, and you, and you know this, is when we gather together to break bread. To break bread and remembering the words of Jesus. Before he gave himself up at the cross, he was at a meal with his disciples. And you can hold on. If you came in this, uh, this morning and, and you were going to participate in communion, you should have received a little cup like this. Hold on to it for a moment. I'll give you instructions shortly. But for those of you who are online and uh, have your uh, elements ready, and, and so again, we're going to gather our hearts and minds to consecrate the elements. On the night before Jesus gave himself up for us, he was with his disciples, and at a meal, he took the bread, he gave thanks, he then broke it. He said, take and eat, for this is my body broken for you he then took the cup he gave thanks and he said drink from it all of you for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins do this in remembrance of me the same way that he told his disciples do you remember the 5,000 do you remember the 4,000 we fed Do you remember? Let us remember as Christ sacrificed his life, his body broken, his blood was shed for our sins. Let us go for a moment and just a word of prayer, and then we'll take communion together. God, here we are and thanking you for reminding us that your body was broken Your blood was shed for our sins. And we're doing this today in remembrance of you. Thanking you 
What a great way to start a new year, remembering what you have done for us through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. God, one of the things that he did for us was show his disciples and continue with that today when uh, he showed us how to pray. He said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, just in case this is the first time you're doing this, there are two sleeves. The first sleeve is a clear one. If you peel back, you have a little wafer that's like this. And for those of you who are online, if you have your element and everyone here, go ahead and take eat. The next sleeve, be careful because it has the juice. For those of you who are online, you have your element of beverage. Um, go ahead. And for those of you who are in here, go ahead and drink. The body of Christ broken for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. What a blessing. We're so thankful, God. Be thankful and be reminded of the blessings God has poured upon your life. Amen, amen. Before we go into the last song, ladies and gentlemen, as I shared with you, there's been times of change in this past year, and God has remained faithful and it remains constant. In 2021, I'm sure there will be change, and sometimes we deal with it a little differently. Sometimes we're joyous and sometimes we're saddened. What I want to share with you today that, uh, uh, of a news that excites me but also saddens me. Uh, uh, pastor Jake uh, is going to uh, be leaving us as the pastor for worship, and, uh, but not leaving the church. But I want to make sure as he and I talked, uh, I'm excited for him and his family, but I'm also saddened. He has made me a better pastor. He has made our staff a better staff coming together, and I will miss uh, him being alongside of, uh, side of me, and, and I love you, brother. Love you. And I know that uh, uh, January 31st will be his uh, last day as the pastor for worship. Uh, I'm trying not, not to get emotional here, but... <laughs> <laughs> But ladies and gentlemen, when I, when I spoke with him, we wanted to make sure that it wasn't about him, it wasn't about me, but as we gather together, it's about Christ. But we're trying to be, make sure that we're open and transparent with you to uh, let you know that I, I, I've loved serving with you. And as we transition out, we're, I know we're, we're going to continue moving forward. We have a great church of musicians, of uh, singers, of coming together because our focus is on Christ. And I'm so excited for you and your family, Pastor Jake, and I, I wish you the best on there but I'm also saddened you know but we're we're gonna uh, we, we trust in the same God and and I know he'll lead us through throughout this change all right brother all right brother love you man <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen with that in mind all right I didn't want to put a little damper on you but as I mentioned let us trust in Christ this year and Christ alone and what a great uh, way to end this service with a song that's it's called in, in Christ alone right amen so let's, I'm going to ask you if you're able to, please stand and we'll close out the song together.